Her story captivated Australia. Samantha Frost, will you marry me? With heartbreak, no one saw coming. When Blake broke up with me, it was so devastating and humiliating. And he did absolutely break my heart. Now, her new beginning. I hope I meet an incredible man and have the love story that I've always wanted. And I'm feeling good. Now we're talking. The Heckle with news.com.au's James Weir. We're at the business end of this fine competition, The Bachelorette. Bigsy's back, semi-final. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm oh. stressed and relieved. I, well, I'm stressed, relieved, and also mesmerised watching a hot person fail. <laughs> how, how did you find that? We got we said goodbye to Richie. I know. I don't think he's failed at anything in his life. Um, I don't even know if he knows that he's failed at anything or whether he's succeeded. I just think Richie is just Richie. Yeah, but you it know? was still hard breaking to watch. It was There was almost like a childlike element to it. I just don't want to see him get hurt, <laughs> you know? And I don't think his mum and sister would have been too happy oh, uh, not watching the all. heartbreak. Sam better not travel west, no, is all I can say. she's not allowed uh, west in Western Australia. <laughs> uh, but I think sort of watching the episode, Wednesday night's episode, I feel like you can really pinpoint the moment that Sam decided that Richie was going to go home uh, in in a, in the ski lodge, and I want to ask yeah. him about it. We're going to get him on the on the line and have a quick chat about it. Yeah, because I reckon that was the clincher. Well, see, I thought I saw it at the end of the last episode last yeah, okay. week. Yeah, the body language wasn't there when she said goodbye to him at the home visits, and then at the end uh, when she finally at the rose ceremony. We'll talk about it a little bit later on. But yeah. Barbie arms, oh, a hug with Barbie arms. That's so that's exactly. Awesome. Exactly what it is. <laughs> it's what it is. Uh, yeah. Look, we, we need to analyse these last few dates and get the hidden meanings out of it. What do you oh, say? Yes, let's do uh, it. Let's do it. <laughs> the Heckle. So it seems Channel 10 is having some cash flow issues, Biggs. Uh, with <laughs> Why these, is that? With these final dates. Uh, it looks like they're a bit tied on the purse strings. It looks like sort of I was watching these dates and it was just, it was almost as if a producer just kind of shrugged and like, you know, slung Sam half a bottle of wine and three red balloon vouchers and was like, hey, deal with it. Figure it out for yourself. <laughs> hey, We're look, done. I don't know if anyone has ever spent that much money on a date with me. I mean, one, they went out to sea, then under the sea. The other one, they went skiing, dropped in by like a helicopter, I think. Yeah, but I think by bachelor standards, like bachelor and bachelorette standards. Um, you know, I feel like they've, they've done, like a, a private helicopter ride doesn't impress me these days. Oh gosh, I've seen it you that are so ma- fussy. I know, but I've seen it that many times. I'm like, it's been done. You know what? Well, maybe it's a good thing because yeah. maybe it gives them a taste of things to come because, you know, going in and being choppered into a ski field and staying in a chalet is not normal. Having Indian takeaways sitting down watching trashy reality television is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I see your point. I see your point. So maybe it's just levelling it out, but I still think it's a fabulous setting. I can't believe that Richie didn't get swept up in the romance and the emotion of being there and drinking glue vine and being cold and rugged up. Yeah, but they were all kind of similar. They were were just all sightseeing and sort of extreme sport kind of dates, like with Sasha. So he went Mm. skydiving. Yeah, except for poor Sasha, right? I know. I felt so sorry for him, though, because he was blindfolded and shoved in the back of a Camry like that daughter in Taken, you know, and then just driven out to an airport. He didn't know where he was. Sam rips the blindfold off and is like, we're jumping out of a plane. And then in this private piece to camera, Sam says, yeah, I know that Sasha's, I'm really afraid of heights and that's exactly why uh, yeah. I'm And I just thought that doesn't make sense. Like, you know yeah. that he hates something. Why are you making him do it? Uh, is it 
pushing someone to their limit? Is it like seeing what they would do in in the face of adversity? You know, yeah. coming face to face with their biggest fear. No. If I was Sasha, I'd be like, could have given me the heads up. I didn't pack my brown undies. You know? Yeah, no, but. Look, the thing is... Not I, romantic, no, for sure. No, it's not romantic. Especially being strapped on the front of another dude yeah. and getting pushed out of a plane, well, which is your biggest fear. I was watching that tiny little man strapped to the back of Sasha's back and I thought, <laughs> have I been paying attention? Has that man been strapped to Sasha the whole series? <laughs> or is that just today? No, no. no I think it was just that day. Just that day. Got it, no worries. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, nothing really came out of this date no. except it just kind of secured sort of everyone's thinking that we all know that Sasha's going to win. Yeah, in you know, my mind. It, that's what I was yeah. just watching it going, I'm not learning anything new here. Sasha's the solid guy that you stay with for the rest of your life. Michael is the guy that you just go and have fun with, pretend that he's like super rich. We know he's yeah, not yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. Just yeah. a fling. And you feel really dirty every, after sort of every time, you know? It's so funny, like on that date. So let's, let's talk about Michael here. Yeah. You know, they go out whale watching. Mm. Apparently whales are a metaphor for love. I'd had no idea. Yeah, okay. Um, and it's not very romantic in my mind. No. They're talking it up like it is super romantic. Yeah. Like it might be fun. It might fascinate the David Attenborough in me, but it's not romantic. It's not. And also, I've been on a fantasy cruise up mm. in the Whit Sundays. I wanted to <laughs> kill myself. We've My God, spoken about this ex- before. Two hours on a boat. Trapped. With, oh. No, with nowhere to go. Exactly. If the date is going poorly, at least I had the whales to watch. But yeah. they were really into it. They were. But also the windswept hair, like your look gets thrown off. Oh. You know what I mean? And you just end up looking ugly. Yeah, I know. Ugly. But it was a great opportunity to Mike for Michael to use any of these sleazy lines that he's got left in his palm pilot. Totally. <laughs> you know? Um, like, he had one left over, and uh, but Sam's sort of gotten used to them now, and she knows how to deflect them like a pro. We've got a clip. Take a listen. You know my mother proposed to my father? Did she really? Yeah. What a legend. Yeah. Would you ever do it? Look, we're under the Harbour Bridge. Oh, look, Jesus is riding a flamingo. That's a pro, like a pro, deflected that one. You know, because it could be potentially so awkward, uh, you know, guy drops on you, oh, yeah, my mum likes to take charge. And then they started talking about how, uh, you know, um, guys like it when women take control. You know, Michael was talking about how, you know, uh, sometimes men just don't know what they want, et cetera, et cetera. And I thought, oh, really? Can she not see through this. Yeah, it was very, like, the thing is, he tries to have these sort of deep profound thoughts, but they are very planned, you know? Yeah, like, right. And I feel like he's practised them yep, on so totally. many other girls. Yeah, you know? he's the type of guy, I think, Michael, if you're looking for a job after this, because clearly you're not fiancé to Sam Frost, <laughs> in my eyes. Yeah, me too. If you're looking for a job, Michael, may I suggest you go and become one of those pick-up line trainers, you know, one yeah. of those pick-up artists. You read about them in the news, coach. they hold seminars yeah. for single losers. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. He would be perfect because he's just like dishing them out. I'm like, if he was in any normal situation at a club, you know, and just dishing them out to Sam, I would think he would be like, you know what, pal, just back off. Yeah. I don't care that your mum proposed to your dad. Yeah, not impressive. Mm. I don't, I don't want to hear about it. No. But, uh, Slimy. Yeah, it was just, it's icky, you know. Yeah. I get the creeps watching him with him. But <laughs> it's so funny because then you go from one extreme to the other. So you've got Michael who's got, you know, this whole book of, you know, just lines and so rubbish to spit out. Slicky, so slicky, oily. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And then you've got Richie who just doesn't even know what to say. Richie it's doesn't true. know what to say. He's so, I, I, is he tongue-tied because he's caught up in it all? Yeah. Or do you think that, like, 
he just words not speak much good, Richie, in that. Yeah, I think maybe he puts too much pressure on himself. Like I think he's worrying too much about what does Sam want me to say. Oh, he's too much in his own yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, and he, and he starts questioning himself there. Right. And instead of just saying what is in his mind and what he does want to say to Sam, I think he's worried about you know, um, you know, yeah, what Sam's expecting and whether whether what he's saying is meeting those expectations. Do you think that in relationships it's because you put walls up that you guard yourself because you don't want to? speak so freely like he maybe he doesn't want to say the love like he didn't want to say I love you yeah. or I don't want to feel like I'm falling in love or give you that just yet because maybe I don't know in past relationships you have it won over you yeah, I do. But also, I think maybe sometimes it can be embarrassing to admit those feelings, oh, gosh. you know? Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's sort of where I, like, I mean, that's what I sort of don't like about relationships sometimes. But yeah, but you <laughs> sharing do, your feelings. So, yeah, sure. It can, be, it can become a bit embarrassing. <laughs> but also, to do it with a TV camera there, some, like, yeah, that right. would just feel contrived. You'd feel like a bit of a Michael. Right, that you just have to turn it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but, see, that's a good point. Yeah. But I think, like I said, there was a moment uh, in the ski cabin. So, that, you know, they, they, they helicoptered into a Victorian ski field, crushed a child's snowman on their way down, <laughs> rolled around in some wet dirt, and then they went into the ski cabin, and I think this is the moment that clinched it. And I want to ask Richie about it. We've got him on the line. G'day, Richie. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, good. You're with James and Biggs. Uh, look, straight up, we uh, we want to ask you about that moment in the in the ski cabin on your on your last private date with Sam. She yep. she asked you whether you were open and committed enough. She said she thought that, you know, you weren't sort of, you didn't have your heart on your sleeve enough. And so you really had to try and prove yourself to it to show that you do. I'm just not sure you did. This is this is sort of what you said. Take a listen. <laughs> no. Just trying to process it all and get all that right. So it's all, all pretty sweet. Yeah. All right. So, um, Sam, you, you know, for me, you know, I, I, I do want to, you know, open myself up to, um, you know, the possibility of a, of a future with yourself. I do have a, a big crush on you. Um, like I, I am open in, open to, to falling in love. Um, you know, I, I am I am capable of, of that. Richie, oh, you said you're open maybe one day in about three years' time uh, that you might fall in love. All the other guys were saying to her, yes, I'm falling for you now. Do you worry that you are, that you do you regret that you didn't come on strong enough? Uh, look, I, I don't regret that I didn't come on strong enough. Look, I'm not the kind of guy that uh, throws that love word around willy-nilly. I like to, I, when I say it, I want to you know, truly and absolutely mean it. And I don't want to lead Sam down the garden path and just say what she wanted to hear so she makes, you know, so she gives me a rose. That's not how I wanted to go about it. I want to res- respect Sam as much as I can as a lady. And, you know, she's got a tough decision as it, as, as it is, let alone, you know, people saying the wrong kind of things to her. So I just wanted to let her know that I was falling for her and I did think she was incredible. But, you know, to say that, you know, I was in love with her at that time would be, be false. I didn't know if she wanted someone to say, like, I love you. I, like, I don't know if they needed that. Yeah. She needed that straight up, Richie. But, like, your inability to get words into your mouth, I was like, oh, is he tongue-tied because he really does like her? Yeah. Or was it just... Look, guys, I, I, I'm, look I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. So <laughs> it's, uh, I'm never good with my words, so uh, you can see me just fumbling through it most of the time. But, um, <laughs> look, I, I was trying to open up, but... Look, I'm a, I'm a, I feel like I'm a normal Aussie bloke talking about his feelings all the time and it's not the easiest thing to do, that's for sure. Yeah, so you said you didn't want to lead Sam down the garden path. Uh, once you once you did sort of get the boot and um, and it sort of did come down to that moment where maybe Sam thought you weren't giving enough, once you went home back to back to Perth and being your being your rope technician, uh, you know, did you sort of what is that by yeah, the way? Yeah, can, I ask? can we get to the bottom of that first? I work offshore in oil and gas. Um, predominantly all the mining industry so I don't clean windows but that's very that's basically the the same sort of stuff but we just apply 
that kind of uh, or that abseiling to um, offshore installations or on, mine wait. sites, cliff wait. faces and all that cool stuff. Wait, so what you're saying is you work on an oil rig where it's sweaty, you're greased up, maybe Probably not shirtless. a shirt, yeah. just dangling yep. from a rope. With other men. With yep. salt spray in your hair. Oh, yeah, oh this is glorious. There's whales breaching behind me. Well, wow. and, I, and I bet you get paid a lot of money for that, Richie. So Sam's loss is uh, is all I'm saying He's there. Australia's gain. Are you single guy 5,000 now or yeah. what? <laughs> Look, I, I'm still single at the moment, yeah. Yes. Any uh, any prospects? Yes. Uh, and and are you open to experimentation? I don't know. Please don't don't question me, Richie. Uh, I read I read an article, and um, you've said that Sam didn't give you a reason. So something that we like talking about on this podcast is saying that Sam is an expert breaker upper. Yeah, She's, she totally. has stellar lines that she gives the guys. But with you, she it was it was like a teacher writing a report card, just lots of positive adjectives. Yeah, basically said you're a star. We've, I mean, I don't want to make you relive the moment, but I have compiled it into a quick clip. Take a listen. You are so amazing. Oh, thanks, Sam. You have the most beautiful soul and you've made me laugh and you just, you have just grown so much and completely come out of your shell and I just thank you so much for just taking a chance and doing this. Are you still looking for answers there? Because uh, she didn't really provide any. <laughs> oh, wow, what a tearjerker. Thank you. Yeah. So you relive that again? Sorry. Oh, that I'm sorry. That was a bit heartless. But, uh, yeah. But, I mean, I guess you've had to sit there and watch back everything that's gone on the past couple of months and catch up with it now. Have you been having bachelorette parties? Like, it's not just us that's making you listen to audio back. <laughs> uh, look, we certainly have been doing a, a bit of a batching night, like every th- uh, Wednesday and Thursday. I've got uh, a lot of friends and family that come come over my place, and we basically just drink lots of wine, and everyone just gives me a lot of shit about <laughs> all the stuff I say. <laughs> oh, really? Well, I think you should be giving your friends shit, because last yeah. week when it was the home visit, there's one of your friends, and forgive me, I've forgotten his name. It was beautiful. He, he, I think he's in love with you, Richie. Be careful. <laughs> mm. He was, yeah, he, he was, was all so over protective. Sam. He was so protective. He was super protective. He was. And I was, he was like, hang on a second, what is going down here? I think he even said, in my eyes, Richie's number one. Richie's number one, so you better back <laughs> off, Sam Frost. Yeah, yeah I, I I had to remind him that I was on a show to meet a girl. Um, yeah, <laughs> I bet he's happy you're back on the back on the oil rigs now in Perth, uh, in the same yeah. suburb as him. Uh, but also, yeah. I mean, talking about sort of saying some embarrassing things and your friends ribbing you. Um, I I've learned some new phrases watching you on this show, Mr. Ritchie. And I mean, everyone knows cool bananas if if you know from the 80s and 90s. Uh, so <laughs> thanks for letting us relive that. But you also gave us another one. Of, uh, what was it again? Cool sticks. Cool sticks. <laughs> cool sticks. What's when cool yeah. sticks? Yeah, what is that? Is that a thing? Okay. Yeah, it is. It, yeah, it certainly is. It's mostly, I think, just verbal diarrhea. Anytime I'm nervous, I just say anything that comes to mind. But <laughs> I was quite cold at the time and I saw some sticks. So I, I, I don't know what happens. But <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you, you haven't heard cool sticks before? Never. No, but I am using it a lot now. Me too. I'm dropping it. I'm just cool dropping it. Yeah, but also sometimes I say it even if it's not like a cool thing. Like if I'm just a bit disgusted, I'll go, oh, cool, cool sticks. sticks. You know, I, I feel like it's an all-situation thing. Uh, it is. It certainly is. Well, Richie, uh, good luck on your quest to find love. You know, I don't think it's going to take long. Do you, Biggs? Well, I think there's going to be lots of suitors lining up to uh, to meet you and hang out with you, Richie. But, um, you know, I think maybe moving forward, will you be a bit more forthcoming with your feelings, do you think? Or are you going to be a bit more reserved? 
I am like a pro talking about feelings at the moment. Yeah. Like you just, you know, throw a question at me, I'll just catch it, throw it right back. I'm that good. Oh. Sure. I like that. Yeah. But that's the thing. I don't think you were guarded. I just think that perhaps you're not as eloquent with your words. And also, <laughs> you don't want to be saying, I love you, when you've only known her for five weeks. Yeah. Well, in TV speak. Yeah, I completely agree with you guys. <laughs> Richie, uh, I'm sure you're not going to be single for long. Thanks so much for chatting with us. No worries, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Cheers. The Heckle. In last week's podcast, you revealed that you had a mate mm-hmm. who's besties with uh, with the delightful Sam Frost. Yes, she is, and that she'd figured out that uh, the one that she chooses, yeah. so we know that it's either si- Sasha or Michael, um, has been going by a code name. Uh. Which was slyly revealed to be Roger, which I knew and I'd been sitting on for ages. See, that's the thing. You should, we shouldn't hold out on these I things, know, you I know. know. We, I mean, we thought we were doing a good thing, but it came out early. I know. But my friend, the lovely Jenna Hawking from High Hills and Hangovers, hello to you. Hello. Hello. You have hi, been, hi, hi. You've been hanging out with Sam. We want the lowdown. So Roger is the code name she gives who? Okay, I can't tell you that. Uh, so you know who she ends uh, yeah. up with. How do you know this? What are, what are the things that have given you this inkling? What signs have you have, have pointed towards it? Okay, so when she finished filming, um, which meant she got to leave, you know, living with a producer and come back home, um, we all went out for champagne to celebrate. You know, you finished filming, we can all hang out again, it's all good. And um, when she first started calling him Roger... I actually thought that was his real name because the show hadn't aired yet. Uh. So I wrote in my phone, Roger, and I was like, that's, that's who wins. Anyway, of course, it turns out that that's his um, code name. But they have been inseparable. They're always on the phone together. They've had quite a few dalliances. They're making lots of plans for the future. So, um, what yeah, are those? Yeah, what are those plans for the future? Has um, has Sam sort of talked vaguely about them? Do you know any? Yeah, so I know that um, he will be moving in. Um, they've discussed... Well, my other best friends, they all, like, Sam and Sarah live together. So they have discussed him moving in with them and they've done a little Skype tour of the house and showed him his room. Wow. Oh, so he would yes. mo- he'd be moving to Sam's place in Sydney, is that right? In Sydney, yes. Okay. And um, so what would he be doing, like, as in job-wise? Would he be working sort of still in his same job um, but <laughs> remotely or would he be would he be taking up a new job here in Sydney? I don't actually know that, but um, I do know that he's very bored at the moment because there's not many people to talk to at work. Oh god. Well, it would be boring having having to maintain a fake soccer career. Don't you th- <laughs> I mean talking to all those totally. fake soccer players. All my fake fans that just want my autograph. I don't have mm. any real friends. Signing air signatures, that'll take it out of you. <laughs> Look. It's a lot of overthinking. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. gosh, well, I desperately want it to be Sasha. I hope Roger is a code name for Sasha because I, I feel yeah. like, you know, Michael is the sleazy guy that she hasn't quite opened her eyes to yet that's awesome to have a hot fling with. Yep. And, and Sasha is the dependable guy that you can be with for the rest of your life. He is, and I think Roger's an appropriate name for a Sasha kind of guy, don't you think? Oh, Roger. You know, Roger. Roger. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's appropriate. And and is that all the intel you can give us? Oh, I know he's he's been very supportive of her because the Daily Mail has been so awful. You know, they took pictures of her car and um, you know all the junk which every girl has in their car, and she's pretty devastated about that. And, He's been super supportive, saying, as if I care, you know, I'm in it for you. And she did pick him from the very start. So she said she knew. It's Sasha. It's Sasha. It's Sasha. I mean, you can't deny that the spark that happened when they first met and also in Wednesday night's episode, she did get quite emotional uh, talking to Sasha saying, oh, I don't want you to have any preconceived ideas about who I am. I don't have like nice things in my life. So once this TV show goes away and the production crew and the, and the rental helicopters, I'm <laughs> none of that rubbish is going to be in my life. It's just me, my one bedroom rental and a Hyundai Excel. And, and Sasha did say that means nothing thing to me that's all I want so I think nail well, on the head there it's Sasha just to throw a spanner in the work it could be him the other thing she said was she was absolutely devastated to break up with the guy who comes second mm-hmm. because he was such a nice guy but Sam's hey, been devastated to break up with every exactly she, she said that about Richie the queen of the letdown Jenna now I know <laughs> your thing is like trialing Mr. Right for a while and moving to the next Mr. Right yeah. so I yeah, hope <laughs> I hope you've got game from her because she's so good at the breakup she's amazing at the breakup I've been like she looks them right in the eye I've really been studying how she does it and I'm impressed yeah. Super it- impressed. So, okay, as a friend then, we now know that it's Michael or Sasha. We're leaning towards Sasha as Sam Frost's friend, as a confident, as someone that she can call up on speed dial and, hey, I'm having some, you know, man trouble. You're the woman in the know. Jenna <laughs> Hocking, who do you think or who would you like her to end up with? I can't say. Uh. I think they're both really, really nice in their own individual way. Okay, oh, well, my gosh, we can't get it out of anyone. Sam's BFF, Jenna, you've uh, you've given us some some cracker intel there. I feel like I've got some insight. She didn't <sighs> yeah. give it all away, That's true. but uh, for thank, but thanks for uh, giving us a little bit of info. What you you could without getting in trouble. Pleasure, guys. I can't wait to come out. Me too. Well, uh, two guys left, Biggs, and. Uh, One's going to go home empty-handed. And yeah. I love... See, what I love about this show compared to other reality shows yeah. is, uh, you know, the, 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 the runner-up, the guy that comes third, no one else gets a prize. It's just you've got yeah. to win and you've got to get a prize. I mean, even Chrissy Swan and Big Brother, she came second, but she still got that embarrassing PT Cruiser, that Chrysler, <laughs> which I... Oh, my I, God, I, that's going Yeah, I want to know whether she still has the PT Cruiser, <laughs> but my point is she got a PT Cruiser. Yeah. Michael, when he loses, isn't going to get a PT you Cruiser. You know what? When Michael loses, you just know that he's going to take his shoebox of those rose stubs and yeah. just cry into it. If only his face could emote sadness, but he'll have tears running down his little Botox yep. face just crying into his rose stubs. Yeah, and I reckon he's going to try and steal that white Roger David suit that he's been wearing all season. <laughs> oh, he loves that one. Oh, so European. I love it. Oh, so, so European. European. No socks. So, oh, yeah. No socks with loafers. <laughs> yeah, and a loafer. Yeah, a nice Gucci loafer. I can't wait to see it. It's going to be a scene. Oh, oh, gosh. I'm so excited. We're almost there. It's Michael. It's Sasha. I think Sasha's taking it out. I wish I could bet on this because I'm pretty sure that the one horse race is going to be won by Sasha. So do I. I think we all do. You've been listening to The Heckle every Wednesday and Thursday. Well, not every Wednesday and Thursday now. It's just Thursday. Well, finale. After the finale, oh you will be rehashed. 
rehashing the tragic messes that go down on The Bachelorette. You can download us after the episode airs or subscribe so it downloads to your phone. And make sure you do check out the full recap online at news.com.au. It's been fun, Biggs. Oh, as always. As always. My heart is full of love and anticipation. Yeah, mine's okay. <laughs> that was the heckle. What you were really thinking. Now we're talking. Pop, 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 pop.